Today, I dropped a hot dog on the ground. And now the end is near And so I face the final curtain My friends, I'll say it clear I'll state my case of which I'm certain I've lived a life that's full I travel each and every highway and more, much more than this. I did it my way. That's when the trap beat comes in right after that, uh, but not in the Frank Sinatra version. Um, that is My Way by Frank Sinatra. I know you thought that was. Frank Sinatra singing right there, uh, but that was actually me. Uh, this is Zach flying solo once again. Still trying to decide if I want to name this Riding Solo uh, Part 3 or not, because um, whenever um, whenever we do like the, the Riding Solo episodes, we do uh, like a .5, and that kind of messes with our number system. But anyways, <clears throat> if you tuned in at 9 a.m., when our episode drops between like 9 a.m. and 2, uh, we had an episode out for this week. But um, <clears throat> our good boy Dylan, for like the second time in like the last month, um, forgot to um, plug up his microphone or something of that nature and um, got no audio. So um, I do apologize if you listen to that episode. It sounded terrible. But if you didn't, and this is the first one you heard, um, welcome. Um, so if you want to donate, we're going to start up a GoFundMe for uh, Dylan's therapy to get through this uh, tough season in his life. Um, but anyways, Frank Sinatra, baby. First of all, incredible. Incredible. Okay. Did the mouse in the movie Sing do the song better? Maybe. Maybe. And that was um um who that was the guy from Family Guy who uh, voiced him. That's like really big on TikTok right now. Everyone talking about that. Um, but speaking of music, okay, there was this new album that dropped. Um, I say I say new. It, it dropped in the end of January from uh, Lil Yachty. Okay, those of you who are my age, think back to middle school. Okay, you can remember Broccoli came out. And I Spy, those were like Lil Yachty's big songs, okay? Actually, I don't even think, I think he may have just featured in them, but those were like big songs when you thought of Lil Yachty. Were they terrible? Yes, they were terrible, okay? If you like the songs, you know, every middle schooler did. They were like extremely vulgar for no reason, and they had like a catchy beat, and that's literally all you want in middle school, okay? That's all you want. And um, I listened to him. Go back and listen to it if you thought it was a good song. It's not a good song. Um, I think middle school was his audience. Um, kind of like that one song, uh, Hit the Quan. That was a middle school song. Um, but anyway, so Lil Yachty okay, fell off the scene after those two songs. 
dropped an album at the end of January, and I'm not gonna lie, it is it's it's heat, it's straight heat. Okay, if you if you like um like um 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 Pink Floyd, if you like like the seventies, I'm sorry, I just hit my mic. If you like the seventies, like psychedelic music, like this is the album for you. Okay, let me play this. Now, it does have the classic Lil Yachty auto-tune in it, but, like, the music is incredible. Listen to this. I'm going to play it. hope I don't get copyrighted. I did the cross thing, so I don't get copyrighted if you're watching. First of all, shout-out to you if you're watching on YouTube. Okay, shout-out to you guys. Um, you get to see our nice um, um, canvas, I guess you'd call it, behind me. Um, it's really cool if you're not, this isn't a green screen, by the way, it kind of looks like a green screen low key, but this is like, this is like legit material here that even look like a green. Okay. Yeah. You can see me moving it. Um, but if you're not watching, it's like this man and this lady walking a dog and then they look like they're from like the forties or fifties and they're looking at these cool mountains and then it's like planets and space above it. It's really, it's dope. Anyways, um, yeah, let, let me just play this for you real quick. Let me just play you a little bit of this song. Now, auto-tune. <sighs> That's heat right there. Now, it kind of sounds like that would be in a Harry Styles song. I'll give it to you. But it's a good album. I would recommend it. Now, he does do the classic Lil Yachty, like, what's the grossest thing I can say here? Okay, I'm going to drop that in, and then I'm going to put a sick guitar solo behind it. Um, so the whole album, can't condone the whole album, but the music in it is good. The lyrics, not great. The music is good. Now, he does have a song. Now, I just, I just kind of sound like I'm like a... I'm like a, a movie a movie critic or or whatever it's called or not a movie critic oh my gosh I like a song critic failure failure is a song and he like opens with this monologue and it it's good I'll give you that it's good um, but anyways listen to it after you get done listening to this episode uh, flying solo um Let's see, what have I got today? I got some of the same notes as, oh, by the way, I got a big pack of Twizzlers for Valentine's Day. Probably 200 Twizzlers in here. And um, 110 calories per three pieces. You guys do the math, but I'm eat this whole pack while I'm sitting here recording. If you hate on Twizzlers, if you hate on Twizzlers, I just want to say, you are not welcome here. Okay, Twizzlers are heat. Okay, if ever you get like, don't worry, I'm not gonna chew in the microphone the whole time. I'm I'm probably gonna quit after this one because I didn't realize how loud that would actually be. Um, but if you get the peel ones, especially, whew, that's the perfect movie theater candy right there. I'll tell you. Um, <clears throat> what was the name? Anyways, um, I'll just move on. So, um, we are doing another another segment. I got this cleared with Dylan. Um, this is a new segment 
we're calling uh, when politics when politics uh, crosses the line into comedy. Okay, today we got uh, some spy balloons, some spy balloons up in the air. If you're listening to this right now and you're driving, pull over the side of the road, see if you see any spy balloons. If you do, shoot them down because that's what we're doing. We're just shooting everything down. Okay, um, <clears throat> so I'm sure everyone knows about the whole you know Chinese spy balloon came from China, went over Alaska, and we're like, that might be an issue. Went over Canada, and we're like, okay, it's cool. You know, over the Can- Canadians can deal with that. And then it went over the entirety of the United States, and then we're like, okay, now that it's done spying, let's shoot her down. And so <clears throat> the government was kind of um, kind of embarrassed by that. And um, because, like, everyone was like, you didn't, you didn't shoot down that balloon? Well, Why? And then they're like, you know what, you're right. Let's shoot everything down. And so <clears throat> the radar system, whatever, they crank it up to the max. Okay. And now if you were a child at a birthday party and you let a balloon go, okay, NORAD is calling the president and is like, let's go shoot that bad boy down. So look this up if you don't believe me. We legit have like like multi-trillion dollar fighter jets shooting like $200,000 missiles at just like balloons you can get from Hobby Lobby. Like this, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. Like this is not a joke. Um, we're literally just like shooting them down everywhere. Like plastic bag, shoot it down. Sometimes we're missing. Okay. What, where do those missiles go? We don't know, but guess what? We shot that balloon down. Okay. That one that said happy anniversary, Crustasia, that one gone America is a safer place that's why we don't have free health care ladies and gentlemen because we shoot down anything we want they wrote free bird for a reason you ever heard free bird by Leonard Skinner they wrote that so that we can shoot down balloons today um, <clears throat> also the second half of this segment um, I don't know if you guys know this but um, the U.S. House of Representatives, you know, you got, um, um, you know, the House and then you got the Senate. They make up Congress, right? And these people, like the House specifically, I don't know a whole lot about the Senate, but I know a whole lot, no, not a whole lot, but I know a little bit about the House. These people make like 200 something a year, 200 something K a year. Okay, that's like straight up like, like heart surgeon money. Okay, and the, these guys are just like these elected officials. Most of them are like 300 years old. They get paid like 200 something a year. Plus, they make laws that like manipulate, you know, the stocks and they invest. So then they just become like multimillionaires. Is that legal? Who knows? Um, it's not. Spoiler alert. But anyways, <clears throat> you would think these people, elected officials, they represent... One of, if not the greatest country in the world, you can debate that later, email us, 30%pod. We keep saying that, but I haven't checked the email in weeks, so if you actually are emailing us, uh, call me. Give me a call, or call Dylan. I'll give you his phone number here in a minute. Um, That's a lie, but what was I saying? Oh, yeah, like you would think, like, we we pay these jokers 200-something a year, 200-something K a year. They are elected officials representing the United States of America, the most powerful country in the world. No debate on that. So you would think these guys are the most professional people we could find. 
these guys, they got their head on straight. They're, they're waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Okay, they're exercising regularly, watching their carbs. Okay, these guys probably wash their hands every time they go to the bathroom. Like, this is the top of society. Okay, is what I would think. Let me let me show you this quick, quick little, or you can hear the audio um, of this this quick little clip. This was um, <clears throat> probably about a month or so ago when we were trying to elect a new House Speaker, and um, this is how they vote. Okay, whenever they vote and they say, you know, like all in favor, say aye, all opposed, nay. You know, if you've ever been to like a business meeting. They try to act all formal, and I'm like, dog, we're literally selling, like, Girl Scout cookies or something like that. But anyways, just listen to this audio here real quick. Let me turn it up. Person is on the motion that the House stands adjourned until noon tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Those in favor say aye. Those aye. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, those are the people representing our nation. If I walked into a second grade classroom right now and I said, hey, who likes who likes hot dogs? Sorry about that. I was, uh, was microwaving pizza rolls and they just got done. So I went in and had me some pizza rolls. Um, what was I? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, like if I walk into like a second grade classroom, you know, and I'm like, you know, who likes who likes hot dogs better than than ice cream, like, let's hear it for hot dogs, you know, those kids are like, yeah, let's hear it for ice cream, yeah, you know, like, that's, that's literally what this sounds like, okay, and this is, this is Congress, like, straight up, like, these are the dudes running this place, like, like, my taxes are gonna go up, because they say it goes up, like, are you kidding me? <sighs> Anyways, <clears throat> That's enough uh, political news for today. I'm not a very political guy. Um, I just do enjoy making fun of uh, those who um, <clears throat> make more money than me. But I I pay their bills, you know. Technically, like like that 200 they're making, that's my money. Not that not that I'm giving it to them myself, because I don't even make anything close to that. Um, but technically, like I like I paid them to scream, you know. Ah! And yeah, you know, like I, I I paid them for that, but anyways, um, shoot, I keep getting notifications. Um, <clears throat> the Super Bowl, Super Bowl was last weekend. I'm being honest, I didn't watch it. Um, uh, as I've gotten older, I don't, I care less and less about uh, Super Bowls and and uh, regular bowls and other bowls like that. Spit, I actually, when I moved into my apartment. My sister, shout out her. I know she's listening. She gave me these bowls, and they're like, um, um, what are they? Little women, um, not little women. Um, 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 oh man, what is it? It's like it's like a movie or maybe a book. What what's the one? Is it the one like Handmaid's Tale? Is that it? No, it's the one they like live on a prairie, little house on the prairie. I don't know, something like that, but it's like Pioneer Woman. That's it, Pioneer Woman. And um, it's these little bowls. They got like flowers on them. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, but that's what I just take my pizza rolls out of. And that, that bowl is honestly like, I don't, it doesn't look manly. 
Um, <clears throat> something that I'm not a huge fan of having it around the house, but when you need to microwave something, I'll just tell you. I mean that boy. That boy holds up. Okay, it ain't it ain't cracking. It ain't cracking. Them them pioneer women made it. Straight up made it in Kansas or wherever they live. <sighs> they know how to make a make a good bowl. But the Super Bowl, that it actually doesn't have anything to do with bowls. It's uh it's football for all of you out there. And um, <clears throat> shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know how their name hasn't gotten taken down yet because they took down the Redskins. And uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on this podcast. I think I'll take us down. I'm looking around, but I'm in the room by myself. Um, the Redskins, and they took out the uh, the Indians, which was baseball team, I believe. Um, but the Chiefs, you know, they're still there. So will they get taken down? Probably at some point. But they're still there. They're winning Super Bowls. Okay, they beat the Eagles. First of all, that's not even a fair fight. Okay, because Chiefs got like bow and arrows. And Eagles, Eagles are big. Like, I'll tell you that. Like, like if you get a little dog and you're walking outside and you see a bald eagle screech or like you hear like free bird in the distance – a Leonard Skinner. Second time I brought that up. It's a good song. Listen to it after this podcast. It's probably as long as this podcast. But if you like, if you like, hear that eagle flying, like you, dog, you better you better take your dog and go inside, okay? Because it'll take off of your dog. But if you're holding on to your dog, it'll it'll grab you and take off with you. But bald eagles, they don't even. They, I think they. There's not. They're not actually bald. Are they? Let me look this up. I don't think bald eagles are actually bald. Bald. What's their actual is bald eagles their actual name? Because first of all, like that's offensive to people who lack hair. I guess they are kind of bald. I mean, they have feathers up there, if that's what you would call hair. But <clears throat> they do have like the like the flat like this looks like a military bird. Like if there's gonna be a bird in the military, it would be this one. Like he looks like he's he's got that death stare. And then it kind of looks like he's got like that military flat top haircut. But man, these things are intense. No way that's a real size one. No way. That's like the size of a person. How big are bald eagles? Bald eagle size. <sighs> Holy cow. Those things are almost three feet tall. And their wingspan is six foot seven. If that thing stood next to me. First of all, if you don't know, I'm like I'm like six five. Okay, I'm a tall guy. But if that thing stood next to me and spread out its wings, literally from my toes, from the tippy tips of my toes, and it could like like with one hand, like it could like you know, it could like rub my feet and then with its other hand it could like like fix my hair if it wanted to. And then it could like like change a light bulb at the same because it's got that extra reach. Man, those things were big. You know, I did hear that the uh, the bald eagle screech that you hear is not actual the bald eagle sound because the bald eagle doesn't make a very intimidating sound. A red-tailed hawk is the sound that you hear whenever they play like a bald eagle. Here's a bald eagle sound. That's not it. This is it right here. Dog. That's a seagull. 
Could you imagine if this if this got out, if this was public? I might have to cut this out. Okay, this is the downfall of America right here. If this if this comes out, that bald eagles sound like seagulls. Straight up, if I was on the beach and I heard that sound, I wouldn't think anything of it. And then it'd come by and take my lunch or something. I mean, seagulls can do that too. But like, if I was having like a like a big like pork, I don't know. If I, if I was roasting a pig on the beach on my beach bonfire that I built with all my friends, <laughs> and I heard that, I wouldn't think anything of it. And then a bald eagle could swoop down, and take a whole pig. Could you imagine sitting on the beach? Bald eagles live in the beach. Now I think they're like the mountains. Because the beach also isn't like a, isn't like a, I don't know. When you think of America, you don't really think of the beach. So bald eagles are probably where America is. Probably like the mountains. Something like that. But this is a red, a red-tailed hawk. This right here. Okay, that wasn't as intimidating as I thought it would be either. What bald eagle sound? Let's see here. I thought it was the red hawk. Hang on, hold up, hold up. What bird makes the the eagle sound? Oh, it's a red, a red-tailed hawk. Okay, yeah. Okay, so maybe, maybe I just had like a, I just had like a different America in my head when I was thinking about that. <clears throat> but anyways, what was I even talking about? Super Bowl commercials. How did I get the bald eagles? Anyways, um, Super Bowl. Oh, the Chiefs and the Eagles. Okay, I see how I made the connection. Um, but the commercials is really what everybody talks about. The halftime show. Um, uh, was it Rihanna? Did um, probably a good job. I don't know. Didn't watch it. Um, but the Super Bowl commercials are really what everyone really what everyone is there for. And I know Tubi tripped everyone out with their commercial. Okay, if you didn't watch it, basically it was like <clears throat> it looked like it went back to the game, and then the little you know uh, bottom menu popped up, and somebody started scrolling through and like went to the menu and they like selected a movie. So it looked like somebody was like changing the channel. So everybody, you know, was like freaking out, like, oh, change the channel. Oh, the guy. You know, people were like doing stuff like that. And like there were, it. some people were like, oh man, that was funny. Like they got us. And some people were like, like there were bars around where people were like throwing their glasses and stuff like that at the bartender because they thought the bartender like changed the channel on them. First of all, why, the, why would the bartender during the Super Bowl, be like, you know what? I want to watch Love Actually right now. Let me just let me just switch this up real quick. Like, why would you think a bartender would do that? But, and then there was one where, like, this dude, like, punched his daughter in the face or something like that. But, like, I mean, that requires counseling after that. I mean, you can't just, you can't just, you know, glide right past that. Like, you got to, you got to go to therapy after that. If your dad punches you over the Super Bowl, Okay, that's not even the coolest bowl out there. What if they, they call it the Super Colander or something like that? Because colanders are cool. You know, you make your uh, make your spaghetti noodles or whatever, and then you just dump those bad boys in there. And do you rinse it off? I don't think you rinse it off. Why is it that Italians 
keep some of the pasta water. What is that? Email us if you're Italian. If you're very Italian. Okay, I don't want to be like, oh, you know, my great-great-grandfather lived in Italy. No, no, no. If you are very Italian. Okay, if you like, if you call your mother Ma, if you're like Ma, you know, and hey, what did what Italians call their dad? If you if you say Italian words on occasion, email me and tell me why it is that you saved some of the pasta water, because I want to know. Because I like to make pasta, you know, I'm a big I'm a big pasta guy. Get those um, those carbs. When I used to swim, <clears throat> um, I I used to swim in high school. And they would say pasta is like a really good meal. Okay, because it's like it's a lot of carbs, gives you a lot of energy, and you can like digest it fast. Um, I didn't think that last part all the way through. And so this one time I was on my way to a swim meet. And we had stopped at uh, like Domino's or something like that and got like pasta. And I was just like straight up just like, you know, like on the way there. And then I got there. And I was swimming in the pool. Didn't wait 30 minutes after I ate. Okay. I, f- I felt horrible. So if you're swimming out there, if you ever, th- if you ever think about getting into it, um, definitely you wait the 30 minutes. Um, because that was, that was easily one of the worst experiences in my life when I just like straight up ate a whole tin of pasta. It wasn't a bowl. It was like one of those tins that they give you at, um, <clears throat> at Domino's. So don't do that. Um, how do I get the pasta? What am I even talking about anymore? Um, they had another commercial. The Blue Moon commercial. It's like a like a beer. And for like the whole time, it was like Miller Lite and um, another Coors Light, I think. And they were like arguing the whole time in this bar. And like it's these two dudes. One has like a Coors Light. One has like a Miller Light, And they're like, like straight up like kung fu fighting in this bar, like trying to, I don't even know what they're trying to do, but like they're just trying to like get their beer like in front of the camera, like in, in this little spotlight they had. I don't know if that's breaking the fourth wall or not. Um, but then like at the end it was like, wait, this is a blue moon commercial. And then it just ended like it didn't, which I mean, it's like, they got their point across. Like what they were trying to convey, they did get it across. Because it was like, we want to make a commercial that everyone wants to remember. Because that's the thing with Super Bowl commercials. Like you don't, a lot of companies will get like big celebrities to do like their commercials. Like let's make it funny. Let's make it cool. And it's like, you did make a good commercial. Like if I saw that on everyday TV, I would be like, man, that was a good commercial. But the commercials that are like the wild, like the most outside of the box ideas, the most like, like you go down on the street and find a guy to give you an idea. Those are the ones that people remember. Okay. Like last year, there was, there was one where it was like some kind of like online investing. And for 30 minutes, it was just this little box that just bounced around the screen. That's the only commercial I remember. There was a lot of good commercials last year, but that's the only one I remember. The only one that stuck with me. And so, um, <clears throat> I think if I, I think it's like $7 million for a 30 second slot during the Super Bowl. If I had $7 million to throw away, I would literally get on there and just like make a clip of like me, like standing there. And then I would like say something dumb. And then it's like, I'm not even trying to sell anything. It's just like, I know this commercial is going to be remembered 
because it's like it was just so outside of the box. So if you're a company and um, you, you're trying to think of a, a Super Bowl idea for next year, a Super Bowl commercial idea for next year, email me um, or call Dylan. I'll give you his phone number later. And uh, we'll come do a commercial for you. And it's going to be like so low budget, so like out of the blue, not what you're going to expect that I can guarantee you people are going to buy your stuff. Zaxby's, if you're out there, I'll sponsor you all day, baby. I had Zaxby's yesterday. Zaxby's, the best sauce you can get anywhere. Zax sauce. I can talk for 30 seconds about Zax sauce. I can talk for 30 minutes about Zax sauce because I love it. And they literally named it after me. My name is Zach. It's Zach Sauce. I'm just, it's my sauce, right? And so um, if you want a guy named Zach representing you, Zaxby's, because I know you watch the podcast, because I went out, you know, to, I was at your restaurant the other day, and you were like, what's up, Zach? It's not because I go there all the time and I just have a sad life. It's because you guys listen to the podcast, and you just have told all your stories about it to let, you know, to know when I come in. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> last weekend, another thing that happened, uh, me and Dylan did our first, uh, round of standup and, um, I'll let Dylan talk about this, uh, probably next week when we're both on, um, didn't go great. I'm gonna be honest with you. Didn't go great. So, um, our first attempt at doing standup, um, or trying to get into the standup world, I don't think we were actually planning on performing, um, we got kicked out of a bar for ordering a Sprite. If you haven't heard that story, I think it's a couple episodes back. Um, that was a disappointing time. And I, I think that may actually have been the episode where the audio didn't work. So just, just in case, just in case I'm right, I'm going to give you the little rundown. Me and Dylan pull up to this bar in Knoxville and they're having like an open mic comedy and we both want to get into comedy, but we're like, you know, we're, we don't want to just like sign up somewhere. I've never been to an open mic. We want to see how it goes. And so we like pull up and they're like, are you here for the comedy? We're like, yeah. They're like, you know, perform. And we're like, nah. And we're like, and they're like, okay, we'll go have a seat. So we walk in, have a seat, walk past a bar, walk past everyone in there, walk past the bar again, go upstairs because, you know, we're like, we don't want to take up a table. I'm like, I'm thirsty. I'm going to go get a Sprite. I walk up to the bar, a full bar. There's two bars in this place, a full stacked bar. And this chick's like, what can I get for you? I'm like, can I get a Sprite? And she's like, are you 21? I'm like, you got to be 21 to buy a Sprite around here? No, I'm not 21. I just want a Sprite. That's all I want. And she kicked us out. Um, Maybe you've heard that story. Maybe you haven't. I don't know. I just thought I'd run down. But anyways, that was our first stand-up experience. Um Dylan actually went to a stand-up after that and got in because it was like an 18-plus show. Um, <clears throat> and then we actually did stand-up for the first time um, in a in a theater where there was a 1,000 seats. May not have been a 1,000 people, but there was a 1,000 seats in there. So a big show, a big show for us. Um, we each got five minutes. Wasn't a great five minutes, I'll tell you that. Dylan's was better than mine. Honestly, I thought my routine was good. The average age of the people in attendance were probably in their 60s. So I'll give myself a little bit of slack for that. But overall, didn't go great. Okay, I had a bunch of jokes. First of all, not to sound too cocky here, I had a couple jokes that were killer, that I thought would kill. And I think probably would have killed 
and like a normal show. Uh, but they bombed. They they were were not great. I'll tell you that they weren't great. Um, <clears throat> and um, Dylan Dylan had a couple laughs, um, but he did bomb his last joke. But then he kind of recovered by saying, "Okay, well that bombed." Um, he didn't say exactly that, but sometimes like like if you're if you're a comedian, me and me and Dylan are like super into um, not really comedians, but like the art of comedy. Because like if you if you really get into it like it's a, it's a lot more complicated than going up and just telling some jokes like you gotta know how to do your setup you gotta know how to um, deliver a joke properly you know like you gotta know like when to hit the punchline like like there is like an art to it like it's you know it's the same thing as being like oh you know you just put like you know paint on a canvas like it's it's kind of the same thing like it, there's a lot more to it if you if you actually really get into it and um. First of all, all comics, you know, all comics bombed their first time. Dave Chappelle bombed his first time. Chris Rock bombed his first time. Um, um, Adam Sandler bombed his first time. Steve Harvey bombed his first time. Theo Vaughn bombed his first time. First of all, we have a lot of people saying that me and Dylan are just like the Wish.com versions of Theo Vaughn on our TikTok. I'm not seeing it. Okay. Theo Vaughn wished he was as pretty as me. I'll say that. But yeah, we get a, we get a lot of comments like that. Um, <clears throat> so Theo Vaughn, if you're out there listening to us, cause we know you are, you take our jokes. That's he, he, he did do a, he did do like his podcast episode after my last solo one. And he talked about how much he didn't like French people. That was a little suspicious. Okay. Theo, if you're out there listening, that was a little suspicious of you. I'll say that. And um, what was his name? Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know for a fact that all his comics bombed their first time, but it is like this general rule that like the first time you try to do a comedy, like it's not going to go well because like you got to learn um, from those experiences and stuff like that. Um, so it didn't go well. I don't think um, we could like truly hang on I got another notification can't really see myself i can't see myself i'm just in the dark here um yeah we can't judge ourselves truly on how we do until we do it but like you know anything with life is like that like your first time it's not gonna go great you know but like if you're out there you did something for the first time didn't go great you know what they say um try try again leonardo dicaprio said that if if it doesn't work the first time, do it again. No, that was Thomas Edison. No, Thomas Edison was the one that if you do something twice, then you're insane. So maybe we, yeah, so maybe you should just give up if it didn't work the first time. That seems like bad advice. Now that I'm now that I'm like saying that in this context, where Thomas Edison was like. It was something like insanity is like trying something again and expecting like the same results after you failed the first time. And I'm like, yeah, now that I'm saying that in this context, that's horrible advice. Dude made the light bulb. He didn't even make the light bulb. He just took credit for it. So whoever Thomas Edison, Thomas Edison, if you're out there listening, because I know you are, because I got a light bulb in here. Um, give better advice next time. I mean, that is, that is garbage advice. I'll say that. Um, today 
I dropped a hot dog on the ground. Um, I had a, I had like a pretzel hot dog. I microwaved it. And um, the the dog slid out of the the hot the bun part and hit the ground and I didn't know what to do because the floor wasn't clean definitely wasn't clean it was at work and um, so I just took it to the sink and I ran it under some hot water and then I did dry it off with a paper towel I'm not a psycho I don't like a watery hot dog and um, I ate it so. I don't know if that's something I should, um, I don't know if that reflects on my life in the direction that I'm going right now. Um, but if it does, then I feel like it's going pretty well. I will, I'll say that, you know, like I'm a, I'm a go getter. I'm a, ain't nothing going to get me down kind of guy. Like whenever I use a towel, after I take a shower, Dylan thought I was weird for this because I told him that. After I take a shower, I got one towel. Actually, I actually have a bunch of towels like here. But, like I have one towel a week. I take a shower. I dry off that towel. Hang it back up. It air dries. Next time I go take a shower, same towel. Dry off. Hang it back up. Do that for a week. If my towel is like gross and wet when I go in there because like. Like, sometimes somebody goes to shower after me. They, like, put it in the floor or whatever. First of all, that's gross in and of itself to put it in the floor. But sometimes, like, if I go in there and it's, like, wet or, like, I feel like it's dirty, I will change my towel. But if it's dry, it was just hanging up, like, I'm going to reuse that towel. Dylan thought it was weird. I think that's a perfectly normal thing to do. I think that is um, shows resilience in my life. It shows dedication. <laughs> Shows um, charisma. Um, 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 I'm trying to think of more big words, but that's all I got. That's my vocabulary right there. Um, so if you think that's weird, I don't want to hear your opinion. I don't. I don't want to hear it. Um, but that's what I do with my life. That's how I choose to live my life. And, um, <clears throat> this is the, um, this is the end. So now, um, I'm going to actually read to you Dylan's cell phone number. If you have any, um, complaints, just take it to him. His number is, um, eight, six. <laughs>